Welcome to Counting Stem Cells, a new era of medicine featuring Dr. James L. Shirley, Director of Asymmetrics, Technologies for Stem Cell Medicine. I'm Jordan Rich. Hello again, and thank you for listening to this podcast series, for subscribing to it, and for and for joining this very important discussion. In our wrap-up episode, we're going to be talking about the future. It's all about hope, and it's all about success. You've had success in developing the technology, Dr. James Shirley, with your team at Asymmetrics. Talk with me about where you are. So I start off by saying we're not where I'd like to see us. And it's hard to say if we're at the right place now. There's growing knowledge about this, growing education. Uh, But I would say progress has been slow. Uh, I've been in the business of science for almost 30 years now. I have an understanding that uh, it is the nature of new ideas in science not to just sort of take over. It takes time. Mm -hmm. um, But I'm optimistic that this is something that we have to pursue. We cannot continue to work in the field of stem cell biology, stem cell research, and stem cell medicine blindly. Well, particularly because it's so promising. There's so much exciting opportunity in this area. Yeah. It would be great if, if science could get a handle on what exactly they're, they're dealing with here. That's right. And, you know, our assay, our test, which involves culturing cells and then doing computer simulation, can also help us get to what we started out talking about not having, specific biomarkers. And the beauty of a specific biomarker is, A, you don't use a computer. You just throw it on the cells and count them, <laughs> right? To find that kind of biomarker, yeah. you need this counting technology. Yeah. So I'm very optimistic that as it, the research goes forward, not only can we use what we have right now to advantage, but it may get us to even better tests. Unlocking a puzzle. Uh, you're a bit of a Sherlock Holmes here because this has been a puzzle for decades. And we're on the, the precipice of a breakthrough here. Talk a little bit about any early adopters because there have been folks in the, in the field who have signed on and really are getting a lot of benefit. Yeah, it's interesting about our early adopters. We only have one current uh, user that's actually willing for allow us to tell people know they're doing the test. I'm not going to even bother saying who they are because what's more important is that we have several users who mm-hmm. don't want us to help anyone. And I'll this. just ask the question, why is that? Uh, I don't know, but, <laughs> but I'll speculate. No, I, I think it's like this. Uh, it's a new test, and it gives information that's really important. And some of our users are suppliers. They may le- have learned that there are no stem cells in their samples, and that's not information they want to be out there. Mm-hmm. There are others out there who think that any new test brings scrutiny, right? And we are still at a point now where we just need broader usage, more experience, more endorsement of what we're doing mm-hmm. so that people are comfortable that when they come out and say, uh, yeah, we count our stem cells and we know the number, it's going to be positive for them. Right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. There are certain things that sort of help in moving something like this forward. What are they? Yeah, so one of the things that we're doing right now is we're working with academic labs. We have a couple of academic labs, both here in the U.S. and in Europe, that are using the technology to do research, right? And that's really important because that gives us additional validations of the use. Uh, The academic world, things are slower, but it gets into more people because of reading about it. Um, What we need, though, is for uh, groups, agencies, for instance, Cord blood banks, that's a place where I am confident we can really have a beneficial impact. But we need partners to work with us to do this. Uh, We need investors. We need folks who are out there understanding the problems, 
Granted, they want to get, get returns on their investment to understand that we're in a position to really change the face of medicine now. And that benefit we need to have, you know, we need resources to move this forward. We are currently also working with government agencies. I didn't mention this before, but I'm very excited that uh, the FDA's standard coordinating body, called the SCB, earlier this year listed for the first time in 60 years that knowing the specific stem cell dose in cell therapy is an important priority for standards development. Right? That is motivated by the technology coming out of asymmetrics. And so we just need to have more uh, individuals talking about this, thinking about how to use it, but more importantly, supporting what we're trying to do. Let's do this, since you mentioned investors, uh, let's talk directly to anyone who might be interested in, in investing. Let's talk about the impact of a product of this nature, which has a lot of far-ranging possibilities, as we've discussed, including big pharma. It, obviously, no one knows what the future will hold, but at the same time, you know what you have here. Yes. Talk to the investors for, for well, a second. Well, what I'd like for everyone to share is my vision that one day, hopefully not too far in the future, every laboratory bench, every clinical laboratory, every clinical uh, bedside, there'll be a stem cell counter. Mm. All right. And that's, that's achievable now because the basic data that we use for this count is simple cell count data. And there are lots of companies that make excellent cell counters. You take that cell counter and you integrate it with our software and you have a stem cell counter. That's the development we want to see. The hardware, in a sense, is already in place already in so present. many of these labs across the country yeah. and across the world. And this would be an, an advent that would change everything. That's right. That would change everything. And so we'd have counting we quantitative science in research, in manufacturing for stem cells, in the use of stem cells for testing for drugs, and more importantly, in the treatment of patients with stem cells. It is exciting to sit here with somebody who's so enthusiastic about the future. I know how much of a struggle it's been to, to develop this technology. It's a lot of work and a lot of brain power among you and your colleagues. But let's talk about your hope for the future with this, because it is going to happen. Yeah, my hope is that at uh, some point, I know I'm always thinking about the future, <laughs> that I'll be looking back and saying that what we did was important and that it's made a difference mm. for patients. Mm. That's really what I want. It's made a difference for patients now, but also patients in the future. Right? This development is something, it's, it's as basic as weighing drug powder on a scale. We need a way to weigh stem cells on a scale. And adding that changes everything. And I'm just extremely excited to see that realization take place. And so we're working hard right now to do that. And it's been great talking with you about it. Uh, and again, I'm available to anyone who wants to learn more about what we're trying to do. Dr. James Shirley, your sense of enthusiasm, your sense of understanding, and your sense that there is such a need is really what sells this idea, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you so much for joining us, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jordan. You've been listening to Counting Stem Cells, A New Era of Medicine, a series of informative podcasts produced by Asymmetrics, Technologies for Stem Cell Medicine. To learn more, please visit asymmetrics.com. That's A-S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-E-X.com.